While the cheating plaintiff was a lovable old codger the jury could easily take to its heart. If Drew didn't find a way around those obstacles, he could kiss goodbye to making senior partner at Slaughter, Cohen, Rather, Word, and Dragger, attorneys at law. I started to reassure Drew, only that was when the facts began spitting out the bitch's poison. That's from Carolyn. She's a heartbeat away from dropping my series. Babe. No. Warmth flooded Drew's eyes. He came over and cupped my face in his hands, as if he intended to comfort me. Instead, he sprayed morning breath up my nose by shouting, You wouldn't be in a bind now if you hadn't spent your whole advance on that stupid truck. Who in Los Angeles drives a pickup? Everyone who doesn't drive an SUV. You only bought that boat, so your mother would stop making a driver places. Not true. I love my truck. The facts kept spitting out pages. Geez, were they paying her by the word? Too pissed to look at that road map to the end of my life, I let the sheets fall into toxic curls on the wooden floor. Why couldn't you have kept your Jeep, Tracy? Drew complained. Your mother didn't like that either. But she was starting to. The facts finally ended. Fortunately, the doorbell rang before I succumbed to temptation and stomped those nasty paper curls into dust. As I rushed past him, Drew yelled, Wait! My tie? Relax, Drew. I sent it to the cleaners. He flapped his arms like a dodo bird. You what? I have to go into court on an area of law that I know nothing about, and it's in the cleaner bag in your closet, I shouted over my shoulder. If he got any tighter, I was going to need a nap. The doorbell rang again. On the living room sofa, the big lump under my acru-down comforter shifted irritably. Drew's eyes traveled pointedly from it to me, punctuating another cause of tension between us. The movement caused a salt-and-pepper haystack to peek from the top, pillow hair that belonged to Drew's Uncle Philly. I'd met him a couple of months before and invited him to visit us. It was probably a coincidence that, as the visit stretched, our cozy condo seemed to compress, especially after Philly's things filled every available inch of free space. I stubbed my toe on one of the open suitcases that overflowed across the floor like a salesman's sample cases, if the salesman represented goodwill. When I stopped to rub my toe, Drew rushed to block my path to the door. Tracy, tell me the truth, he said in a hoarse whisper. Have we adopted Philly? Just till we find his real mom and dad. The last time I saw his mom, I was still riding a skateboard, and they were lowering Grandma into the ground. So you don't think that's her at the door? He threw up his arms and stalked off toward the bedroom. While I limped to the door, I plastered my most innocent expression on my face. Too many of our callers lately were neighbors to whom Philly had peddled the deal of a lifetime. Best to be prepared since my robe sash had found the secret door in the washer that half my socks used to gain their freedom, I clutched it closed and eased the door open, a crack. Not an irate neighbor, after all, but not good news, either. Hey, Trace, time to start the closets, Randy Barlow said. I sometimes thought Randy Barlow, the thirty-ish man filling the hall outside my door, had been put together from leftover parts like some benign Frankenstein. Where were the genetic safeguards against combining the soft body of a gigantic Pillsbury doughboy 
with the sun-bleached hair and leathery skin of a surfer and burning black eyes that Rasputin would have killed for. "'What are you doing here, Randy? You said you'd come Wednesday at ten. Probably the exact time my publisher's axe would fall. How prophetic was that?' "'Me? I didn't tell you nothing. You know, my mom does my scheduling. She said to come Monday at six. Randy's baggy painter pants were spattered with red paint and smeared with Navajo white. He lumbered past me through my tiny foyer, carrying his carpentry tools and scuffing his feet against my slick parquet. I wondered how a guy that clumsy stayed on a surfboard, but regular wipeouts might account for what didn't seem to be included between Randy's ears. Randy, I talked to you last night, remember? You said your mom was out. You know this wasn't the time we agreed on. He dropped his tools as a native Californian.